As the party stared into the crystal, they started to notice its magic was fading. Elris was moving and clearly was exhausted from maintaining the spell for so long. Cormith drew Doomkiller and smashed through the barrier, allowing them to face the Demi-Lich. It raved in madness and flew through the air as they swung at it. Grana rushed to the collapsed Elris and brought him back to consciousness. She attempted to get him out of the way of the battle, but the fight moved too quickly. As the Demi-Lich sucked the life from them with its powerful necromancy, Cormit decided it was time for backup, and he released the Ifriti. The djinn aided them immensely with its fiery attacks, summoning a fire elemental that burned away at the skull of the Demi-Lich. They fought long and hard, and finally, as the Demi-Lich charged at Yevon, the Fey Prince was able to destroy it. As it shattered, so did many of the effects on the Great Mother Tree, and Nifidala was able to swoop in and regain her godly form. As she regained her powers, however, she sensed that something was wrong, and the Tabaxi Dune, whom they met just outside the Feywilds, crawled in half-dead. They had only one thing to say. The Indo-Athir were here. There was still a fight to be fought. You see Nifidala is in front of you. You just had seen the great form of the Ruck, which is her spiritual form behind her. And she has just said that something was wrong. Uh, Dune is collapsed on the ground behind you. And Nifidala starts turning and running back through this hallway, this tree. Uh, do you all follow her? Um, uh, uh, Just quick question on point of order. How long has it been, like, like has, have we just, like, immediately, this is immediately following pretty much the defeat of the Demi-Lich, like, yeah. how much time has, has passed here? <clears throat> I mean, she she literally was able to, like, walk in pretty much moments after. It wasn't the second you defeated it, because obviously she had to still get in, okay. but very quickly after, you know, within, like, a minute or so. That's what I thought. Okay, cool. So then I've still got, what, about 55 minutes with this Afridi? Because it's, it's one hour? Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Cool. Killer. All right. Thank you. Uh, Yeven's, Yeven's taking off running. Okay. And what, what direction? <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> I assume he after, means after yes. Nifidala. After Nifidala. That's correct. After his mom. Yeven, stop. We need to regroup. Um, does Yeven stop, I guess? I'll slow down and, like, look over my shoulder and be like, we gotta, we gotta go. The, the Indo-Athir are here. That's exactly why we need to regroup. How, how good are you feeling? How good are you feeling, Grana? I feel terrible. I'm doing real. I'm doing pretty bad. The backup's doing pretty good. At least he looks like he's got a little bounce in his step. We need to regroup before we get into another fight. We don't really have time for a rest if they're here. Gag comes up to you, Cormeth, and says, "Well, we might need to regroup, but we don't know what the threat is, so we might as well take a look outside." Yeah, okay. Let's let's do that. <laughs> okay. So the Indoorthir are at the tree right now, or they're where? You don't know. Oh, we don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why Gag is yeah. like, maybe we should look okay. outside. That's fair. 
Sure. Yeah, the <laughs> four of you walk out to the opening of this great mother tree. The way is no longer blocked by all the obstacles you had to face on your way in. And in fact, you are able to quickly get to the entrance again because this tree is alive and thriving again now that it is back into connection with Nifidala. And as you approach the entrance, you see her standing in this doorway looking out, and you see that the Feywild is burning. What? How How did this happen oh, so gods. fast? Also, where is Elris? <laughs> uh, Elris is behind you, with you. I mean, he's moving okay, pretty okay, slow. Like, uh, one of, a couple of the Eladrin went to the collapsed dune, and uh, one of them is helping Elris to make it back to the entrance. Okay. Nifidala turns to the group of you and says, I'm reunited with some of my powers. I can help you in one of two ways. I can restore some of your strength or give you some relief. Mechanically, what she's saying is she can either remove your disadvantages, uh, so uh, remove your exhaustion and the detriment to your max health, or you can get the benefits of essentially like a long rest, be full health at your current max. Mm. Uh, what about spell slots? Spell slots would be the effects of a long rest. Is this for each of us individually? This is for all of you. Okay. Oh, we all have to decide. Hmm. So it's so it is one or the other for the entire group. Yeah. Well, I'm at full health technically, but I I do I was drained pretty badly by that lich. How's everyone else looking? I was drained pretty badly and I'm at half of that health, so either option would probably be good, but I think I would prefer the long rest option. Well, I'm 33, and this is about the end of my line. So I'm coming up on what I expect to be immortalized in song. That doesn't answer the question, Oh, yes, sorry. Let me (laughs) Option three, be immortalized in song. Uh, Giants don't, or uh, giants, sorry. Uh, Goliaths don't expect to live past like 35, 36, if that kind of tells you where I'm coming from. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your health That's understandable, but like. (laughs) We're talking about, you know. Immediacy. Are you healthy or decrepit? That's the question. <laughs> uh, that's never mind. I I am not good. Okay, which option would be better for you then? It which be, which option would be better for the group would be the long rest. Which option is better for me is not the best one for the group because y'all burned through a shitload of spell slots and I don't have to fucking worry about that stuff. So yeah, my max okay. hit points are are not good right now, but they're better than you. And, um, yeah. That's true. you know, yeah, like y'all need those spell slots. Like we have more spell casters than we do, than we have not. So that's fair. I think that the long rest option okay. is the best one for the group. Okay. Sure. Yep. Let's, okay. uh, cool let's that. go with that then. And, uh, Geg, um, do you have, do you have the ability to maybe cast a lesser restoration right now on Koromis? I did misspeak last week. You need a greater restoration to return max HP. Ah. Uh, that's okay. And he did not Well, that. No. Yeah, none of us uh, have that. Greater restoration yeah. is like a ninth level spell, so we're just kind of like fucked for a while. I will also mention one other thing since he's right there. The non-long rest option would give you the benefit of Elris, but right now he's at four levels of exhaustion. So if he gets a long rest, he'll just go to three levels of exhaustion. 
he won't be of much help. So I guess maybe Elris, uh, if we chose the, if we chose not the long rest to have our strength restored, how, how are you in a fight and do you have any spell slots? <laughs> he laughs a little bit and goes, well, I fought off a demi-lich by myself for at least a few days, so I'm, I'm not terrible, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but ultimately you lost. Well, that's not well, very fair. We, hey, hey, Cormith, <laughs> remember how you came in and swung your axe at the spell he was doing? And it wasn't really his fault that it failed. It was just the other side was stronger. Oh, and I won. Yeah, you you sure did. <laughs> um, I forgot the second half of your question even. Sorry, what was it? How many spell slots do you have left? It's not good. Sure, you can fight off a demi-lich, but if you don't have any spells left to cast, then it's not going to be much use. He's used up too. I think it, I think it makes more sense to trust our abilities and go with that route. The long rest route. Character-wise, Grana would want Elris to rest because he's been doing a lot already. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, let's Keep do it. Him out of the fight so he doesn't die. <laughs> I agree. Let's do it. Let's do a long rest. Okay. So everybody go ahead and hit that long rest button as this blue magic sweeps over you from Nifidala. Grana, I believe this is yours. And I'm going to hand Grana the uh, dagger of resistance breaking back. Cool. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so as this blue light sweeps over all of you, Nifidala says... We need to get closer. Here, I can take us. And she transforms into the enormous rock. You all saw something kind of like this when you saw Usurai turn into the dragon on the material plane. But now Nifidala turns into her rock form. She is large enough to carry all of you. Woo Shotgun! Lab aboard! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even how do you feel about Corbyn calling shotgun on your mom? I just sort of hang my head <laughs> at that realization. Well, I'm going to push past him since he's slow, and I'm going to take shotgun. Oh, okay. The group of you, uh, Elris stays behind. He waves you off, and you all are taken up into the air. Nifidala can make really good time because she is just this massive bird uh, and, you know, a deity. And so the journey that took you so long before goes by pretty quickly. If there's anything you want to do in prep, uh, you've got like 15 minutes. Um, okay. So first of all, I just want to double check uh, a Freedy homie. He's on board too. Yeah. All right, cool. And, and you said about 15 minutes. So I'm guessing at that point, the Afridi's probably been around for about say like 20 to 25 minutes at that point. Yeah, we'll say he's got 35 minutes left. Okay, cool, cool. I'm, I'm just trying to keep track of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks. Anything I want to do? Um, How stable is this ride? Oh, no, never mind. Yeah, no, never mind. Doom Killer is like a fucking magical weapon. There's like, what would sharpening it do? It's like, it, it goes into a different dimension. Like, what am I going to sharpen it with? Fucking yeah. dimension stone? Uh, okay. Uh, just like yeah, lean no, forward, I, I, sharpen it on Nifidala's beak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I got, I, I got, oh, oh. 
you know what I am going to try to do? Just, I, I thought this up. And by the way, if this is stupid and you just want to tell me no, just tell me no. <laughs> I want to see Type if anyway. I can take, uh, if I can take Be Beak's feather and maybe like, like play a note on it like you would like a blade of grass. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> like try to get it like vibrating. You could try that on the ground, but you are flying really quickly through the air. I don't think you would be able to like get a good sound off of this, uh, this feather while you're like poof, through like okay. all this wind. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, then I'm good to go. Crew, I think we should have some sort of way to identify ourselves. The Induithir are shapeshifters, right? Ooh, that's a good point. We should have a code word, like a, like a secret password. Buttery um, buns. Buttery buns? Honestly, what if they see that coming? <laughs> Just kidding. He doesn't see that. <laughs> if the if the Induithir can see buttery buns coming from a mile away, <laughs> then I don't we know, know what we're gonna do. Meat, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> they may be able to shape shift into me, but they can never twerk like I can. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, you'll always know me from my twerk. If don't we're you dare ever twerk on Even's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought please, about it earlier. Please, please do not about work it. Don't upon do my mother. <laughs> now, if if I, I decided if we needed to slow down very quickly, kind of like an air brake, then I would get up, spin around, get the buns moving, and then we would slow down and and do descent. I don't but know don't how to feel to about that. the idea that you think your butt is more powerful than a god. <laughs> nope. Then the air. Then the air. I'm just saying, everybody's got to slow down. Period. All right. Um, buttery anyway, buns it is. On. Buttery buns it is. If at any point you can't tell whether or not someone else is part of the crew or you're suspicious, just buttery ask, buns. Ask Ooh. them what the code well, is. What if they catch on to that? What if they start saying buttery buns? <laughs> then we'll never know. I hope it doesn't happen that often. Um, they don't, do they? <laughs> we don't know if they know we're here. So, uh, as you are talking about this, uh, Nifidala lets out a cry, sort of like an agreement of like, okay, sure, buttery buns. <laughs> um, and then she starts coming in for a landing in this clearing area where you first met her. You see a, a number of fae start coming out to greet her, looking excited but terrified. Their, you know, goddess is back uh, and has returned to power, but, you know, everything's on fucking fire. So not great all around. As you land, you are all greeted by a number of just uh, Eladrin and satyrs and all these fae that you had seen around for a while. And they began crowding around uh, all of you and Nifidala, who transforms back from being the ruck into her humanoid form. And they all start asking questions of you, you know, like, what's going on? What's happening? There's fighters nearby. They started setting fires. You see some of the Fey are uh, attempting to put some of these fires out, but it's uh, spreading pretty quickly. Go ahead and, now I guess, I guess you wouldn't need to even make a, a check for this. Cormeet, you hear this sort of like shrill cry and you see Beak Beak looking roughed up and he just runs straight to you and his big heavy head just slams into your chest and he is just sort of pressing his head there and you feel something light fall into your hand 
Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna look, look at it. Yeah, what, what is this? Uh, Cormeth, you pull up your hand and, uh, you see that in it is a handful or a beak full of burned feathers. Beak, beak, your family! Beak, beak is still pressed into you, uh, but he scoots back and you look at him. He's looking down still. He seems, he seems hard to read. Go ahead and make an animal handling check. All right. Can I assist with that? Uh, by doing what? Mm. You could just make your own check. Yeah, maybe I'll just make my own check then. I got a 17. Oh, well, I might not need to then. (laughs) Yeah, didn't need to. Got a 10. Don't worry about it. Uh, Yeah, even you try approaching Beak Beak a little. He springs back from you and sort of slashes out a little bit. Cormeth, you approach him and he looks at you and he looks very sad and very angry. Beak Beak, we have to get your family. He... Pokes I'm still hoping the, they're a little alive. He pokes at the feathers, and you know they're not. Ooh. I kind of want to crush him, but I'm not going to. That would be disrespectful. Beak Beak approaches you, and he digs into his front breast, and he pulls out a feather, and he sticks it into your armor. Ooh. Dope. All right. He turns to you uh, and turns towards where the Fae have said the army is, and he lets out another screech. Oh, all right, all right. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna two act two things here. Let me let me know if like you want somebody to do something in between. I'm going to uh, take one of my like hand axes, whatever. Doesn't really matter. And I'm gonna just like like pull up a little dirt. I'm gonna put the feathers down in this little hole. And I'm going to put the dirt over. Like, that's the best burial we can give right now, right? And then I also want to take Beak Beak's feather that I have and put it on the opposite side of wherever Beak Beak put it. I put his, the other feather. So, like, I'm rocking symmetric feathers. Hell yeah. that's going to look cool. Hell yeah. All right, yeah, you put this, you thread these through Promise's armor. And Beak Beak sort of pokes at this dirt and then scrapes away at some mud near it and he uh, wipes something on his feathers and you see it looks somewhat like one of the Goliath tattoos that you have. Yes, yes. We are bonding through tragedy and I wish we weren't, but we are. <laughs> I'm going to hold up Doom Killers and just shout, yeah! Because we, we got to get fired up to get in a battle. Beak Beak lets out another griffin screen. Cormeth, go ahead and refresh your page and then go to extras. Yeah, all right. Hell yeah. What is it? Tell me. He now has Beak Beak as part of his character page. Yep. Nice. Mount. Say Griffin. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. Beak Beak looks ready to go. Nifidala turns towards you and uh, you all and says, according to my people... They're just beyond this threshold. I say we go destroy them. Yes! Let's do it, queen. Oh, dude, uh, so, okay, <laughs> I want to mount up because, yo, what we do? Yeah, let's mount up. Uh, fucking rider's gonna ride. Um, and, like, we gotta regulate. After I mount up, I want to look at Gag and Grana and even 
because like I've been in the military like what's the best thing you can get like before a battle is a pep talk the the Afridi I assume can't understand because like he's just kind of like there you know <laughs> what was he doing um, and I'm <laughs> and I'm gonna look at uh, Grana and Even and Gag and just say you've been with me since day one Gag you're a trained fighter and a warrior you've proven yourself in battle already Even now is the time. This is the time to make your mark on the world. Grana, just imagine what these folks have done to your brother who's laid up. It is the time now that we truly make ourselves heroes. And I want to take off towards the sky. Okay. Woo! There's one more thing I have to resolve that we'll say happened just before this. Do we get inspiration oh, from that great speech? Yeah, sure. You can have some inspiration. <laughs> That's not usually how it works, and it won't it was, happen again. It was just okay. It. it wasn't even good. Uh, before that, just before that happens, Elris, before you all left, I meant to have him do this, Grana. When he said goodbye to you before you all uh, took off, he uh, looked at your hand and he saw tree sprout, and he sort of like touched it, and it is now one stronger. So. Go ahead and refresh your page, uh, and your armor has improved. Woo! Now, back to th- this part just before Koromith makes his speech. Uh, Nifidala walks up to one of the Fae who is holding out a weapon, and she holds up this long sword that she inspects and then hands to Gag. It is a plus two long sword, so now Gag has a better weapon. Nice. And finally, Yeven Nifidala walks over to you and she says, Yeven, I don't know what's going to happen today, but I need you to be safe. So take this. And she pulls out from inside the ever-changing flower crown. Uh, she pulls out a different crown uh, and she places it on your head. It has this high back with a jewel atop it, a black jewel. Uh, even so long as you are wearing this, you can give somebody within 30 feet of you one time advantage on their death saving throw. That includes yourself. Oh, shit. Oh, dude, that's such a good advantage. Hell yeah. Yes. Whoa. Cool. Yes, so you make this speech and you take off and you all break away and start making your way to the field where when you exit this section of woods, you see gathered before you is uh, an army. And it's not completely reflected on this page you're looking at. This is just your section. You see there are three different wings. You see there is a large wing on either side to your left and right that are composed of many different soldiers. Uh, And you see that there are some over on the uh, right or left-hand side. And in the center are a group of what appear to be some elite soldiers. And even you see something that you've seen recently, but this time it's a little bit more real. At the front of your enemies is Kelroth Chuathod. Yeah, all right, let's do this thing. 
Kalroth and the Indoathir stand watching you. The army remains still, having already set their fires and drawn in your attention. And Kalroth is kneeling in wait for your arrival as you all exit the woods. Is that Kalroth? <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely is. And, uh... I promise that he won't leave this field alive. I think we'll all make sure. Let him never wake up again. An eternal sleep is too peaceful for him. Let's end this. All right. You say, let's end this. Nifidala moves from your side and yells something in Sylvan to the mass of Fae who have attempted to arm themselves. She directs them over to the right-hand wing of the battle, and she looks at you one more time, Yeven, holds your face in her hand, transforms into the ruck, and goes to fight the left wing. Go ahead and roll initiative. I am reading about mounted combat, by the way. Oh, my God. I'm, like, <laughs> fucking tingling. I'm, like, oh, my God. Okay. I'm ready to fucking go. It's, it's either a 13 or an 18, so 18. Man, really? Not one. And, yes, that was after I re-rolled it. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. Well, uh, I got a 14. Okay. And Corbeth is mounted up with uh, Beak Beak, if possible. Yeah, Beak Beak 18. will go on your turn. Okay, cool. 18. All right. First up is Kalroth. You see Kalroth stands up and yells out to the group of you, as well as you can clearly tell to uh, show in front of the Indoathir and says, So, it's your day to die. What? I can't hear you. It's pretty loud out here. There's like war noises. More noises. Don't let him get to you, Yeven. Let's go fuck him up. You see he readies himself. Uh, I'm going to be rolling to see how Nifidala and the Fae are doing against their enemies. So, okay. You all see Nifidala start just tearing into uh, these Indoathir. Uh, you see her picking some of them up off the ground and throwing them into others. As you see a number of Fae start clashing with the wing over on your right. Koramith, you're up first. All right. Um, I'm going to look left. I'm going to look just left because <laughs> that's where everybody is. And I'm going to yell out just in case. Remember, the Induithir don't like water. And and we're going to take flight. We're going to head up to the sky zones. Okay. And I'm going to go into a rage because I'm thinking of Beak Beak's little kid burning up in this inferno. And there's nothing that is angrier than a child being murdered unless I don't like him. So <laughs> I'm in a roll. <laughs> yeah. uh, how far up are you flying? I kind of want to go like 50 feet here and like 30 feet vertically. But like, what's okay. that hypotenuse? Like, can, can we just do the straight line stuff? Yeah, I'm just going to say it's 10 up, 50 over. Yep. Okay, perfect. Yep. Like, or 30 up, 50 over. Yeah, that works okay. perfectly for me. Cool. So let's do right here. Uh, like let's let's okay. attack one end of this line and roll it up. Uh, roll it for wild surge. It's gonna be a thought. Well, that doesn't work very well. Plant life grows temporar- temporarily around you until your rage ends. The ground within ten feet of you is difficult terrain. Well, that kind of sucks. Till my turn ends though. So, <laughs> man, I gotta get better stuff with this shit. 
It was nice earlier, but it's kind of weak now. Yeah, there's some plants growing underneath you. Yeah, in the air. We're just like a plant mass. All right, well, I'll think of how to incorporate that. It's on the ground, but yeah. Bunch of bromeliads just like chilling. Okay. okay uh, and I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's just all I got. Bromeliads okay. are air plants. You're not, uh, do you, yeah, do you have anything you throw or anything like that? Oh, that's, yeah, it's not a bad idea. I know you have a javelin. I was thinking about that, anyways. Oh, you got four javelins. I forgot about those. Like a jar of pixies. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> just throw all your daggers. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and I, I'm, I'm, I've finished my turn there. Okay. That is going to be Geg. So somebody go ahead and roll me a d20. Nat 20? Oh, shit. I'm glad. Oh, (laughs) shit. (laughs) Um, Okay, so here's what I'm going to say happens. It's my game, so, like, listen, I don't think this is what the rules mean. I'm 99% sure it doesn't, but Gag is gonna look over at Nifidala and you hear him start to pray and for a moment you all see the figure of a ruck and the figure of a dragon dance around Geg and he casts Aura of Life which is a 30 foot radius uh, and you see he just explodes with this power. It is overwhelming. This is a fourth level spell slot which is already, uh, you know, his most powerful spell. But as this reaches you, Geg runs in over to here. Yeven and Grana, you feel this power uh, course through you and your hit point modifier returns back to zero. Okay, so we have our full HP. Oh, shit. Yeah. Good nat 20, my friend. Dude, I'm super stoked about that. That That's absolutely (laughs) not how this spell is supposed to work, but... (laughs) (laughs) Do I... (laughs) Do I get the feeling that this is a permanent thing, or like, uh, if I leave this aura, it'll go back to where, where it was? This seems to be permanent. You uh, you see like this spectral rock circle you for a moment. Oh, sick, dude! Also, the I smile irony on my mom. That like me as a She's player rolled an at twenty, and my character doesn't get to have <laughs> any of you this. in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's see how. Let's see how far can Geg run? All right, he was over here. Twenty-five. Corey's <laughs> come back here. A second, right. Geg can <laughs> yep. get. Gag could get to here on his turn, so uh, he should be able to eclipse you in your next turn, Goromith. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a massively OP <laughs> do sex machina I just gave you, but oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the dice tell a story, damn it. Yeven. Yep. Uh, Yeven's not fucking around, so mm, opening move, gonna cast a fifth level confusion right here. So at fifth level, confusion gets an extra area of uh, 15 feet. So everyone within 15 feet will need to save on a uh, DC 17 wisdom saving throw or become confused. Okay, let me highlight these. I count eight. That's a fucking great one, dude. Okay. Let me find. Here we go. Okay. Good move, man. Uh, So blue is going to roll first. What? What kind of save is this? Uh, wisdom, DC 17. First one's a 19. Oh, holy shit, dude. <laughs> Red, blue is a an eight. That's a fail, yep. Yeah. 
All right, green. Uh, fails. Red, Dude, green. Okay, there's two, two down. Fails. Three down. Orange. Succeeds. Dude, we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. Red, orange. Fails. Purple. Succeeds. Okay. Kelroth. Fail it, you asshole. Fail it. <laughs> Kelroth fails. Yes! Uh, you see this wave of confusion strike over these into a theater. What is the impact of that? That's not until their turn, right? Uh, Yeah. So on their turn, they need to roll a d10, and then that determines, uh, their type of confusion. determines what, what they can do for that turn specifically. Gotcha. Okay. And then they can roll a, a, another save at the end of the turn. Okay. Are you... Uh, Moving in, moving anywhere. I'm gonna go stand by Gag over here. Okay. I don't think I'm gonna go too far yet. Okay. The enemy wings of Indoathir are up next, attacking Nifidala and the Fey. So first, they are going to attack Nifidala back. Okay, and then uh, you see them fighting back against. The Fey, and they're doing a terrible job. You see, these Fey are fighting ferociously. They just uh, had lost so much, and they are fighting for their home. That's going to be the Induithir. First up is going to be Red. You see that the there is like a variety of creatures that the Induithir have uh, shape shifted into. This first one is going to make an attack roll against Koromith. Okay. And is it my uh, AC that we're rolling against? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. That's a 24 to hit. Yeah. All right, you take 11 piercing damage, halved to six. Make a constitution saving throw. Constitution. Okay. Uh, 15. Okay. Koromith, this arrow that you're shot with... Uh, strikes into you, uh, and for a moment it's just the piercing damage, but then you feel a flood of poison into your system. You manage to resist it, but uh, you still take 12 poison damage. Two. All right. All right. Next up is yellow. Yellow is going to cast a firebolt at Gag. No. You see Gag jumps over it, and it just shoots off into the woods. You see blue runs forward 30 feet. The end. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Red blue has to roll a d10. That's a 10. So I think it moves normally. Uh, I think that's right. Okay. Let me just pull it up real quick. On a nine or a 10, the creature can act and move normally. That's correct. Okay. All right. Um, It is going to also move in and is going to throw a javelin at Yeven. That's a nat 20. Oh. Rippity dip. <laughs> now you know why we got a crown that helps the advantage on death saving throws. <laughs> you take 14 piercing damage. Uh, it makes okay. another javelin attack at you. Hold on, I need to roll to see if I maintain concentration. Okay. I got a 17. Plus two is 19. Yeah. Uh, And it misses on its second javelin attack. Perfect. Right. Oh, green has to make a d10 roll. That's a five. Okay. On a two through six, the creature doesn't move or take any actions. Okay. This turn. Cool. Well, then that's red green. Good roll. 
Good roll. That's a one. The creature uses all of its movement to move in a random direction. To determine the direction, roll a d8 and assign a direction to each die face. All right, here comes a 1d8. Uh, that's a seven. All right, so it's going to run this way. <laughs> Whoop! See ya. Uh, yeah, you see this dragon is looking at you, but just starts running off in a diagonal, like, oh. <laughs> dragon. Good to know. <laughs> uh, yeah, dragon dragon-faced sword. Uh, technically, not a dragonborn, um, but this okay. dragon-faced creature. Okay, okay. That is going to be Orange, who is going to run closer to where Koromith is and is going to throw two javelins up at him. 23 to hit and a 27 to hit. Yeah, they both hit. Man, Gig can't get to you fast enough. Yeah, Koromith might be out of this fight pretty quick. (laughs) You take 10 piercing damage, half to five. All right. That's going to be Red Orange, who needs to roll a d10. That's another one. Go ahead and roll that d8. Sweet. Let's see. Comes another d8. That's a two. Zoom. See ya. (laughs) All right. Next up is Purple, I guess, who is going to Misty Step over to here. And then this Red Purple is going to make just one crossbow attack at Kormi. Does an eight hit? Finally. <laughs> Finally it hits. Oh wait, hold <laughs> no. on. It gets it gets advantage. Uh oh uh thirteen. Okay. <laughs> oh who? <laughs> you see it just shoots past Beak Beak dexterously just dodges out of the way of this arrow. Oh dude. I knew Beak Beak was a fucking bro from the beginning. <laughs> that is going to be this boar like creature who is going to run to here. Grana. Grana is going to cast Tidal Wave starting at red blue and it's 30 feet long. So it'll go, it'll reach yellow. It'll just be like down this corridor here. I'm starting at red blue. It's 30 feet long and I want to get, I'll, I should be able to get these three. Yeah. These, so. these four. Right, because it's 10 feet across? Yeah, including red, blue, red. Oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, including, sorry, yeah, four of them, yeah. Okay. Cool. Red, blue, blue, purple, and yellow. What do they say? It is a dex saving throw. Okay. Ooh, um, okay. So that's, uh, for red, blue, it's a 12. That will fail. For blue, it's a 15. It is a dex 15, so they just save. Yeah. Purple is an 11. And okay. yellow is a 13. So the only one who saves is blue. All right. Ooh, I rolled pretty well. So, um, 24 bludgeoning damage, and those ones are knocked prone. Okay. Um, the successful save takes half damage, so that would be 12 and is not knocked prone. The water then spreads out across the ground in all directions, extinguishing unprotected flames in this area. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. The flames weren't in the other direction. Yeah, they- Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's worth a shot. <laughs> purple. Um... Okay, and then I think Grana will also move closer to Gig. Okay, cool. End of your turn? Uh-huh. The Afridi. That's, oh, yeah, it was going to be after Grana. That's right. Okay, cool. Um, So the Afridi has a flight distance of 60 feet. Let me see what that, t- that looks like. I haven't measured that out yet. Um, oh, easy. Uh, okay, so the Afridi is going to come and start. It's going to start doing some business. Over. Yep, okay, thank you. Um, and the Afridi, yeah, it's going to attack... 
what uh, what is that? Red blue. Yeah. Red blue, which is confused and prone, right? It's not prone during this thing's turn because we're sort of retconning this. Uh, so it's okay. just confused, which doesn't have any effect on. I don't think your gotcha. attack. Okay. Cool. It's going to use its scimitar attack uh, twice. Okay. It's going to be. A, let's see here. Uh, so it's going to fifteen to hit. That's a miss. Damn it. All right. Well, second one. Uh, second attack with its. Oh no. Damn it. That would have been a good one too. Um, a 19 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. Um, so it hits on one scimitar attack, and that's going to be, I'm just going to take the average here. That's going to be 13 slashing damage plus seven fire damage. Okay. Cool. Hell yeah. So now back to Kelroth. Uh, that's a six. On a... Oh, no move or action, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, he just, two through six. He just watches. Cool. I'm excited about it. All right. That is going to be Nifidala and the Fae fighting against the other army. So let's see. She's going to. Ooh, you see, Nifidala is having a fucking hell of a turn, just like destroying these Indoathir who dared step into her domain. Meanwhile, the Indoathir have gotten a little bit wiser to the Fae's attacks. Uh, you see, they are sort of at a more of a stalemate. Cormeth. Okay. Um, hmm. I know what I want to do. <laughs> uh, okay. So it's 40 feet. We're 30 feet up. Because we're 30 feet up, can I make it to this square here to attack Kelroth without taking an attack of opportunity from either of these two? Yeah, you're flying, like, up over them and then flying down to attack him? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so then I want to move here. How much fly speed do you have? Um, the 80. Uh, 80. Uh, yeah, let me double check that. It is 80 feet fly speed. Yep. Okay. The ground. Cool. Cool. Oh, uh, thank you. That's right. until your end of your next, uh, that's until your turn, right? So the, uh, difficult terrain goes away? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good call. Um, and I'm going to shout out to the group. Look, he's frozen with fear. Let's get him. And I'm going to start attacking Kelroth. Okay. Fuck this guy. This dude sucks ass now with 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 uh beak beak touching down does that take any of my action or is that just movement uh that's beak beak's turn or that's beak beak's oh. movement rather okay gotcha all right so oh yeah uh here yeah i'm definitely i'm just gonna start ripping in with doom killer like it's time to end this dude and he's scared to fight so the first is gonna be a 29 to hit that'll hit fuck <laughs> 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 All right. Um, and the second shot is going to be um, a twenty. Uh, 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 no, uh, no. So the 29 was wrong. Sorry. It was a 32. And the second one's going to be a 32. Yeah, those both hit. I rolled, I rolled two 19s. <laughs> is there any disadvantage on this? Like, like, do I like. Nope. Should I re-roll it? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. I just. Love how you were like. Uh, this seems too good. Are you sure? <laughs> Is this right? Uh, so then, uh, would it be fail fair to do a 4d10 plus 12 since they both hit? Yeah. Cool. Okay, I'm just Don't trying to Don't forget to add in your, uh, extra damage from your but, rage. Uh, from rage, so 4d10 plus 18. Yeah. So slash... Is it 4d10 plus 8? Let's see if this works. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's, uh, 41... Let me just double check the damage. Um, I got slashing on here. Yeah. 41 slashing damage. Jesus. Okay. 
<laughs> that um, was a really good hit. <laughs> make a wisdom saving throw. All right. And then, okay. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Oh, God. Um, is no good. Uh, that's going to be have, a two. You have some inspiration. Oh. I do have inspiration. Is that a 4D t- or is that a 1D10? No, that's DM inspiration. So that's oh, a reroll. Okay. Oh, okay. Hate. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, uh, Cormeth, you attack at Kalroth. He doesn't even look at you while you do this. You just slash into him, and then he makes eye contact with uh, you. Uh, Cormeth, you are frightened. Ooh, all right. Does that prevent me from using my reaction? So a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls, um, and it can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So then I would still be able to do Arcane Rebuke then? Sure, yeah. Okay. Oh, God damn it. That's six, and... Oh, a six. Says 12 force damage. Okay, great. That will be Geg. Gag is going to get to here. So, Cormies, uh, you feel this uh, radiant light surround you. You can remove your max hit point modifier. This spell goes out, I'm going to say. He can't use it for the other stuff it's supposed to be good for because that was really OP. But <laughs> good work, everyone. You're you're all the way up now. <laughs> okay. And then that was just part of his movement. So, okay, here, hang on really quick. Um, sorry, sorry to interrupt. My uh, current HP went up when I increased my max. Should I bring my current down to what it was previous to increasing my max? No. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Thanks. Geg is going to move into red blue, uh, and is going to make a couple of longsword attacks. First one is a seventeen to hit, which will hit. The second one is gonna miss. Uh, but he does get one hit in, uh, and he's. Does he have advantage? Why? Because isn't that character prone? Oh, you're right. It is prone. You're right. All right. Yeah, he hits both times. Good call out. Nice. Sick. So he is going to do. Oh, boo! Thirteen damage. That's something. Uh, he rolled a one and a two on his actual damage thing, so it wasn't great. <laughs> um, well. and then he's gonna bite it. Fuck it. That's okay, gag. Hell yeah, bite it. He got a 27 to bite it. Oh, oh my fuck. god. <laughs> god. <laughs> he does five damage. Tear his esophagus out. <laughs> you see this thing looks worse for the wear after that bite attack. And then he's just gonna choose to do an extra six psychic damage to this thing because he uh, is going to use a wrathful smite as a bonus action. All right. That is the Ifridi. All right, let's take a look. Okay, so the Ifridi, it's working on red blue. I feel like the Ifridi would just stay here and work on red blue. Sure. Um, so now it does it's get advantage because gonna... it's that thing's prone. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. So the attack roll, it's gonna it just gonna keep hitting it with the scimitar, just like chop this bad boy up. Um, that is gonna be a twenty-six or a twenty-eight. Yeah. So I'm gonna go twenty-eight to hit on the first and on the second attack. That's going to be a 26, a 21, so a 28 and a 26 to hit? Yeah. Okay. So that's going to be 26 slashing damage plus 14 fire damage. Cool. Uh, this thing looks terrible. This into it here. <laughs> it's, it's looking very, like, weak. Even. All right. Can I roll some insight to see? I need, I need two pieces of information for this to be useful. 
I need to know whether or not you even could tell that Koromith is now frightened. You can roll an insight check. You're pretty far away to be able to tell that. So I'm going to say maybe disadvantage. Okay. I'll roll it with disadvantage then. Cool. I got an 18. Yeah, you could you could tell. Nice. Good roll, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I have a plus 12 to insight. So pretty good at that. Uh, then I... And then do I know... Would, would I be able to tell if casting Dispel Magic would fix that? Yeah, no, you cannot end it with a Dispel Magic. Then in that case, I'm going to cast a fourth level Shatter here, I think. Up where? Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of where the best place to put this is because I want to get Kelleroth in there, but I don't want to get Beak Beak in there. Okay, I'll, I'll center it here, right there. Yep. And then that should get me uh, green, yellow, and Kelroth. Okay. What do they have to uh, save? Who, uh, DC 17 Constitution saving throw. Okay. Green gets a 10. That's a fail. Uh, yellow gets a nat 20. All right. That's a save. But I guess uh, party rules is that's an auto save, right? Yep. Cool. Kelroth got an 8. Kelroth gonna take a boatload of damage. Here comes 5d8 thunder damage inbound. Hey, that's a 28 to green and Kelroth. Ooh, yes. A little bit of thunder damage rolling in there. And then uh, as a bonus action, I'm gonna call out to Koromith and I'm gonna I'm gonna say, don't don't be scared of him. Just just fuck him up. Give him a little bardic inspiration. Cool. Just fuck them up. <laughs> it's great advice. All right. That's going to be the enemies fighting back against Nifidala and the Fae. So Nifidala's doing okay. And the Fae lose a few of their ranks. Okay. That is going to be the Indoethir again. So I'm going to start with uh, red-green. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they'll just start theirs uh, with their wisdom saving throws since we didn't do that before. It rolled an 18, so it is no longer confused, and it is going to uh, run back into combat sheepishly. <laughs> and it is going to aim its crossbow at Cormeth. That's a 21 to nope, yeah. 18, uh, 19 to hit. Yeah, it does. Okay. Three damage, halved to two. It looks <laughs> oh, oh, so wow. sheepish. Oh, not 25. <laughs> <sighs> okay, that's going to be Red, who's actually going to transform into one of these sort of hobgoblin-looking folks and is going to yell out to the folks around it um, in a, a language you don't understand, but the rest seem encouraged by this. That Damn is it. going to be Green, who did not succeed out of their confusion, but got a nine. So they'll be acting as normal. <laughs> so they are going to uh, run 30 feet up to Geg and are going to make two sword attacks against him. So 10 and an 18. So only one of those hits. Um, Geg takes 
11 slashing damage, which in fairness is the first amount of damage he's taken so far. That is now uh, yellow, who's going to use half their movement to stand up and then will cast three magic missiles at Beak Beak. Uh, so Beak Beak takes seven damage. It's not too bad. That will be red purple, who will make a crossbow attack at Grana. That's a 22 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, that is nine piercing damage. Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Um, 15. Doesn't matter. I just remembered you're immune to poison damage, so you don't take any poison damage. Oh, nice. Am I immune oh. To yeah. Oh, yeah. Is she- I am. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, cool. Well, that was less effective than, uh, it could have been. Thanks <laughs> of being a druid. I thought I was just resistant. Nice. Nope. Okay. Fucking immune. Oh, fucking take it. Um, all right. That is going to be purple, who's going to stand up, and they are going to cast Ice Storm over by where Grana and Yeven are. So, Grana and Yeven make a dexterity saving throw. Fuck you, dude. God. Here we go with Ugh. a deck saving throw. It's a five. Oof. That's a natural one. Can I get some bountiful luck? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's a natural two. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, it, but it wasn't oh, a nat funny. one. It wasn't. It's true. So that uh, that gives me a 10. What, it was at 100% better. Uh, yeah, technically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You take 11 bludgeoning damage and 14 cold damage. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. All right. What's half of 25? Half of 25 is 13? Yeah, why? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because I need to roll for constitution. Oh, Or for concentration. So my concentration ends. I got an eight. All right. I will remove all these little confusions. Sad. Oh, no. Yeah. More than that many left, but. All right. That is Orange, who is going to run up to Geg. He's going to smash into him with a shield. Oh, God. Geg is cornered. Say 21 to hit, which will hit him. Geg takes seven damage. Oh, wait. I forgot. Geg is uh, resistant to all kinds of damage. So I'm actually just going to heal him a little bit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, he's going to make a strength saving throw. He got a 10, so he is knocked prone. That is Blue, who is going to transform into one of these dragony guys. A beautiful butterfly. <laughs> and is going to run in and make two longsword attacks at the Ifridi. First is a critical failure. Okay. <laughs> Second is a 13. Nope. <laughs> yes. All right. Hell yeah. Red Blue stands up and is going to make three attacks on Gag. Ooh. First one, it misses incredibly. Second one, misses. Woo, come on, Gag, keep rolling. Third one hits. Uh, you say you see Gag just like dodge, oh, yeah, dodge, yeah. Uh, but then they they catch the edge of his arm. That is going to be ten damage reduced down to five. Gag's doing okay. He's feeling he's feeling fine. And I think that just leaves Pink, who is going to charge up to Grana and is going to attack with its tusks. It's a twenty-one to hit. 
Ew, yeah, that hits. <laughs> you take seven slashing damage, make a constitution saving throw. Ew. Okay, that's a seven. Uh, oh, it's all, actually, never mind. Uh, you don't need to make it, but because it's not actually a real, uh, real creature that it is. But you are going to take, uh, because it charged at you, you do take three extra slashing damage, uh, make a strength saving throw. Uh, you're killing me, man. Come on, nine. You fall prone and it makes its second attack. Why don't you wild shape when you get a moment? Like, you're next, why don't you wild shape? That's a 22 to hit. Yeah. 11 bludgeoning damage. I'm doing pretty bad, y'all. Uh, Grano, it's your turn. Well, if you wild shape, do you? It, yeah. It is my turn. Um, Well, I wasn't expecting that to happen, so I had a different plan in mind, so. Yeah, it seems like this thing is hitting on strength. So if you've got something that maybe has a good street score. I don't know how wild was, shape works. I, I was, just assume. Well, yeah. sure. I'm uh, looking at my sheet and I see giant goat <laughs> with a plus three. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I'll actually um, transform into a Craig cat. Hey, I'm Craig. I'm Craig. But damn it, that'll be my whole turn. Is that is a Craig cat large? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, you stand up and turn into this big cat. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fucking rip its ass. Not until next turn. <laughs> that is going to be Kelroth, who is no longer confused. Oh yeah, I've been dreading this. You see he looks almost like revitalized by being here, and he is going to look at you and Beak Beak Cormeth. He made a 24 to hit you with his breath weapon. So that's going to be 17 poison damage. All right. Make a constitution saving throw. All right. 19. Cormies, you become susceptible to suggestion. Ooh, all right. And he's going to hit you <laughs> with his uh, okay. rapier. All right. That's a 24 to hit. Yep. That is nine slashing damage to have to five. All right. And as a bonus action, uh, Kalroth is going to disengage and move over here. All right. Okay. That is going to be the battle happening with Nifidala. So she is going to take down a couple of those enemies. Their numbers are looking a little bit more sparse. And then the Fae are striking back. They're pretty much uh, evenly matched with these into a Thier. Koromith, your frightened does wear off. Oh, okay. Okay, that's something. But I'm still vulnerable to suggestion. Here's what I want to try to do. Tell me if I can do this. Mm -hmm. So Doomkiller has three charges of command. What I want to yell at Kelroth is liar, because it says you speak a one-word command. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or follow the command. Mm -hmm. What I want to try to do is break this... Um, susceptible to suggestions. I assume I feel myself kind of like, yeah, like kind of like warming up to this. Yeah. So you if know? you, if you, and I want to try to like look yeah. down at that list. Those are the five words you can say. Okay. Okay. If these are the words that I can use, then I am going to use grovel. Okay. So he's going to make a wisdom save. It's a wisdom thirteen save. So it might just be by default. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's an eighteen. Saves. Okay. All right. Let me mark off one. Of those charges. And then are you doing anything else with your turn? I don't think I can. I think that's probably my action, right? Yeah, I'm not sure if you had any bonus actions or anything like that. No, nothing I can use right now. Okay. Beak Beak has to take his action, too. Beak Beak is going to close the gap. Mm -hmm. And, like, 
Dude, we are going together. We are the fucking, we are the goddamn tango and cash of this region. So, uh, yeah, BP's gonna go after Kel Rothwitz's claws. It's just gonna tear him apart. That's a plus six to hit. So that's a 24 to hit. That'll hit. Yes. Um, and I'm gonna go for another claw attack. Um, that's a 21 to hit. Yeah. Yes. All right, awesome. That's gonna be... 4d6 plus 8 slashing damage total, which I'm just going to go ahead and put in here. 4d6 plus 8. Let me double check that before I hit roll. Uh, 2d6 plus 4 times 2, 4d6 plus 8. Okay, cool. Let's roll that. 20 damage. Hell yeah. Nice. All right. I'm going to use a bonus action to get stoked. Okay. Kelroth is going to take a swing at you with his right beer. All right. That's 22 to hit. Yeah, it does. I think Kelroth's just going to hit every time. That's 14 half to 7 slashing damage. All right. Okay. That's going to be Gag. Gag is going to stand up, first of all, and he is going to look around at these enemies, and he's going to strike out with his longsword again at red-blue. 12 doesn't hit, but a 20 does. So Gag does 13 damage to red-blue. Um, this thing is looking so close to death. So Geg lashes out with a bite again. That's a 26 to bite. Yes. <laughs> yeah, come on, Geg. And you see the first enemy has fallen. Woo. All right. Rips out his throat. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's going to be the um, Afridi. Okay, so the Afridi is going to turn towards uh, Blue. Because Blue swung at the Afridi, and this Afridi is going to be pissed off and is going to roll to uh, hurl flame twice at Blue. Okay. So that is plus 7 to hit. That's going to be a 19 to hit? Yep. An 8 plus 15 to hit? No. Okay. So just once, uh, that's going to be, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to roll. That's going to be 16 fire damage. Okay. Oh, man, and the average or whatever, like, you just opt for a 17. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Um, is And I'm guessing it's not moving or anything like that. Yep, nope, it, it's not moving. It's staying there. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, can move up to here without provoking an opportunity attack. Uh, it's going to stay where it is and engage blue. Okay. All right. Yeven isn't exactly appreciating the uh, tide of the battle here and uh, doesn't want... Kelroth to win or somehow get away. So he reaches into his backpack and he pulls out the flute of the friend. Whoa. Use it. Okay. And what does that do? Yeah. So the flute of the friend, if you play this flute in an hour of need, a true friend will appear to help you. It has a, a total of three uses, but there's only two uses left because uh, I played it once to summon Geg. <laughs> okay. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put all of my, all of my heart and soul and hatred of Kelroth into uh, playing this flute and uh, hope the lightning tree sends me somebody cool. Okay. Wow. What a fucking twist. Yeven, you pull out the flute of the friend. You haven't brought it out since you were in the Underdark. Last time it called your good friend Geg to you. This time uh, you feel something a little bit different happen. 
Yivan, as you play this flute, you feel almost like electricity is running through your body and your portal sense goes off. And as it does, you see a glowing red gem on your waist as... Oh, sick. Desri pops up next to you. Hell yeah. I knew it was going to be Desri. Yeah. And says, yeah. Uh, and says, what the... All right, well, I'm glad it's something important because I was in the middle of something important, but this seems pretty important. <laughs> uh, yeah, w- welcome. Uh, wow, thanks. You want to fuck some people up? Oh, you know me so well. Uh, she rolled an 18 on initiative. Sick. Are you doing anything else with your turn, even? Let's see. That probably absorbed my action. It definitely right? did, yeah. I'm going to end my turn. Okay. That's all I got. You see that the Indoetheer make a brutal attack against uh, Nifidala, dragging her to the ground. Uh, meanwhile, a ton of Fey are slaughtered. That was a really bad round for your allies. Ouch. That was pretty much, a, that was almost as bad as it possibly could have been. Yikes. So anyway, it's time for the Indoetheer. <laughs> we took care of one. First is going to be Red who will come into here um, and is going to oh. swing at Koromith three times. Ooh. First is a 16 to hit. Oh, just barely not. Second is a 28 to hit. Yeah, of course. And the third one is a critical failure. <laughs> All right, well. So it is going to do six slashing damage half to three. Oof. All right, not... Nickel and dime. That was sort of a... Ups and downs. A lot of ups and downs in that for <laughs> <laughs> fucking three damage. Um, yellow. You see yellow casts some kind of spell on Kelroth. That's going to be red-green, who is going to run to here and is immediately going to take a shot at Desri, who just fucking knocks it out of the air like uh, still talking to Yeven. Oh, five to hit. <laughs> that is red purple. Who's going to transform into one of these four like creatures and is going to charge down this way. That is purple, who is going to cast um firebolt right back at the Afridi. That is going to be a 22 to hit the Afridi, which I'm imagining does. Does, and it's fire damage? Yeah. It's immune. Okay, well, that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That'll be Blue, who will make two longsword attacks against the Afridi. First one is a 17 to hit. At ties, so that goes to the attacker. All right, second one's a 19 to hit, so it'll get two hits in. Yep, yep, they both do. Yep. Uh, That'll be 14 slashing damage. Oh, God. All right. I know what I have to do, but I feel terrible about it. The green is going to open its mouth and let out a fiery breath at Gag. No, Gag! Gag is going to make a dexterity saving throw. Gag rolled a critical failure. Can, well, can, uh, oh, can I give him bountiful? No. How far away is there a uh, range on that? He's within 30 feet. Um, let me double check. Um, can you do within, it in a wild shape form? I, yes. Yeah. 
We've okay. done that before. When an ally you can see within 30 feet of you rolls. Yeah, because it's not actually more. a spell. But good, good check. Um, okay. That time it was a 14, which just barely fails. At least it's not a critical failure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Geg takes 46 fire damage. <sighs> he is suddenly not looking quite as good. He doesn't catch on fire, luckily, but he was very hurt by that. I feel hurt having done it to him. No, that's the right thing to do. <laughs> and now Orange is going to make three longsword attacks at him. First one is a miss. Second one's a hit. Third one is a hit. Gag takes 15 halved to eight slashing damage. He's also your healer, so like, you know, he's not at point of doom. That is pink. So this boar-like creature is going to attack Grana the Craig Cat. First one is a 23 to hit. Mm-hmm. Second one's an 11 to hit. Miss. Okay, you take 11 bludgeoning damage. And that concludes the into a Thier's turn. That's going to be Grana. All right. Um, am I still prone? No, I'm going to... You You got up when you wild-shaped. Okay. Are you... Yeah, you... Yeah. Otherwise, I would have put the prone thing on your cat. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, then I will bite at pink. Do it. Um, that's a nat 20. Oh, shit. Yeah, that hits. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's not very much damage. Oh, come on. I rolled a one. So that's a four piercing damage. Uh, you rolled two separate rolls for a crit. Nine damage overall. Piercing. Cool. Okay. Anything else with your turn? I think that's all I got, unless I can, like, shove over pink. That would be an action. And like, try to dominate him. Yeah, no, that's all I got. <laughs> no. Wow, Grana. In in a predatory way, uh, okay? That didn't make Yo, <laughs> dominate him in a predatory way. All right, yep, that is okay. <laughs> Yikes. Hashtag cougar. Okay, it is Kelroth's turn. Kelroth is going to see if it gets his breath weapon back. He does not. Good. So he is going to make a rapier attack at Cormie. So yeah. 12 to hit. 12? Ooh, no. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Well, yeah. It's going to disengage and just sort of go over here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, cool. Uh, that's going to be uh, Nifi Dalla and the Fey Wilds turn of my favorite album. <laughs> Thank you. I, yeah, no, I, I, no, that was pretty good. <laughs> you see that uh, Nifidala has at this point decimated at least half of the enemy army on her side. The Fae are still fighting. Can we tell how much of the Fae are left? A little more than half of the Fae are still up and fighting. Okay. That's going to be Desiree. All right, well, I guess I'll do something while I'm here. And it's going to go over to red green and will make three a longsword attacks. Fuck them up. That's a 19 yes. to get hit. Em. That's a myth and another hit. Yeah, get the DM to roll these because <laughs> they're doing so good. So it takes 18 slashing damage and then it's going to make a constitution saving throw as soon as I... Oh, sweet. Uh, constitution saving for this thing is... Okay. It got a three, which is insufficient to save. So it is going to take an additional seven poison damage, and it is now poisoned, which 
Sick. Cannot be removed without lesser restoration. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so that's pretty bad for it. I'm just going to put this little poison on it. Okay, Cormeath. So since Cormeath was fighting against Kelroth, would Cormeath need to disengage to go engage Kelroth without taking an attack of opportunity from Red? Yeah, so technically you're riding on Beak Beak, so Beak Beak could use his action to disengage. Okay, then that's what we'll do. Okay. Beak, and then we will go close the distance. And so I'm just going to swing at Kelroth because okay. this, this son of a bitch is, is running away. And he must be on the ropes if he's running away. So, we're gonna swing Doom Killer, and that's a fucking uh, 15. Can I use Bardic Inspiration on a hit die? I think so. On an attack to hit? Yep. 1d8. Okay. So, that's a 15 plus 3, 18 to hit. That misses. Damn it! No. Oh, man. All right. So well, close. really close. Okay. And the second throw is gonna be a 23 to hit. Uh, you see your sword bounces off of him magically. God, uh, he fucking that was suggested the spell it. that the yellow cast on him. Yeah, I yeah, because what I was originally gonna ask is I would have used Doom Killer's like charge to cut through that spell, but it wouldn't be appropriate for a reaction at that point. So Yeah, that's that's not how uh yeah, that's not how the magic of Doom Killer would work. It's only if a spell is like coming at like one of your allies, essentially. I figured. I just wanted to try to lawyer it. Um. <laughs> Kelroth looks at you, Cormeath, but she's kind of been ignoring you for the most part, and says, weak in giant. Ooh. Oh, he's fucking, he's working my last nerve. All right, well, I mean, that's that's my action. Yeah, potions are an action. Uh, yeah, so that's that. All right. Uh, that's going to be Geg, who is still kind of surrounded he is going to channel divinity. The green and orange are going to make checks real quick. Orange succeeds, green fails, and becomes entangled in a number of vines and is restrained. And then Geg is going to use a bonus action uh, to drink some whiskey. Yeah, let's go, Geg. And regains four hit points, which is the max for his whiskey. It's the Afridi's turn. The Afridi is going to hurl hurl flame at Kalroth. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in the way for it to do that. There's somebody directly in its path. Uh, so fair. it would have to move in order to do that. Or it could shoot at Orange, but it can't shoot through Orange. Yeah, no, that's a good point. All right. Okay, what about this? The Afridi can fly. I mean, it'll take an attack of opportunity, but... Yeah, I mean, it could fly That's over there. That's fair. Yeah. Well, what if it just flies straight up? It still takes an attack of opportunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, th- that, that's a given. You're, I oh, didn't even you're think saying, about that, but of course. Does it have the if fucking it flies, Pythagorean theorem fire shooty-shooty? Yeah. Sure. Yep, cool. So it's going to fly up 30 feet. Seems to be a pretty safe height. 23 to hit, which will hit. It does, yep. So it'll take eight slashing damage. <laughs> okay. All right. Didn't particularly enjoy that laugh, but okay. I yeah. No. I'm, oh, I'm good. Um. So <laughs> how far in yeah, the air is it flying? Thirty feet. Cool. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna roll on perception if it heard Kel Ross say that. Okay. And perce- Uh, hang on. Perception is she is intelligence. 
or wisdom? Um, that is uh, wisdom. Wisdom, 16. Did you hear Kel Ross say that? Yeah. All right. So in that well, case, I mean, we are in oh, the middle of the battle, so it's not. It didn't hear what Kalroth said, but it certainly can tell that there's a big fucking bonanza going on where you are. Well, in that case, then okay, then it's gonna rise thirty feet in the air and attack uh, Blue. Then okay, I, I just think it makes the most logical sense. Um, so it's gonna be, it's going to hurl flame twice, uh-huh. and that's a plus seven, so it's ten and a nat one. So, not great. Uh, just gonna fly up in the air because it enjoys the air. So <laughs> it takes an attack of opportunity and then misses. <laughs> misses horribly. Yeah. All right, Yavin. Cool. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I guess Yavin's uh, gonna ask Karana. Are you good? Do you need help? I'm a cat, dude. <laughs> I can't respond. <laughs> I don't know. Move your head or something. Yeah, I guess you could nod. I'm shaking my head. No. <laughs> Does not, not need help. I'm not doing. I'm not doing well. As in, I'm not doing great. Sorry. Oh, all right. <laughs> I like how there was the opposite I, meaning there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm kind of tempted forgot- to make you roll an insight check. I, sure, I, I'll roll an insight check. Here we go. I guess go. I missed how you asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a twenty-eight. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you know what Grana meant. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. So one thing I do want to make sure is noted is that if you heal Grana, you're going to heal her cat form, the end. It doesn't Thanks. overflow onto Grana. Understood. Uh, I'm going to cast Zephyr Strike. Okay. As a bonus action. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to just uh, double attack Pink here with uh, Curse Spider. Okay. And I'll use my advantage on, well, I guess I can probably just choose, right? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll roll an attack first. Hmm. First one's a 20 to hit. Yeah. So that's probably going to hit. Second one's (laughs) a 25 to hit. So I guess I'll just roll to see if I get a crit. I did not get a crit. (laughs) It did worse. (laughs) Yes, I did do worse, actually. Cool. Um, Sweet. So that's... 2d8 plus uh, 6 plus 1d8 force damage. Okay. 18 damage uh, total to this, uh, to pink. Okay. Uh, And are you whistling on both of those? Oh, you got a one on one of them, right? I did not, actually. Oh, okay. Um, Uh, I got a one on the d8 for uh, doing something else. That one okay, should only so apply if I roll a one on the attack attack roll, right? Okay. Yeah, but you do get to call the bolt back. So if you want to, cool, I will do that. Okay, uh, for both of the bolts that you fired out. Oh, am I allowed to do that? Yeah, uh, you can roll two more attack can, rolls then. I can only do it if the attack roll made with curse spider is a base two through six. So let me double check my rolls here to oops make sure that that's kosher. The first one uh, was six a six and yes, a five. And a five, yep. yeah. Sweet. Okay. I'll definitely do that on both of that. But is that something? Yes, you make two more attack rolls. Yeah. Okay. First one is a 27. Yeah. Second one is a 29. Yeah. That's a another 12 damage. Cool. Yeah, you uh you fire these two bolts and then uh whistle like 
and those bolts come right back through the injury. This boar thing just lets out a, a squeal as uh, you see this like black, smoky-like energy uh, around the sort of holes that you made in its body, essentially. Oh, fucking A. Shit. Sick. Cool. Anything else with your turn? Yes. I'm gonna move since oh, I have okay. a... Uh, you yeah. hire a moving truck and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Since I cast Zephyr Strike, I have a double double my movement speed and I don't provoke any attacks of opportunity. Sweet. So... I mean, you do still have to run around this thing because you can't, like, enter its space, but yeah. Yeah, sure. That. That's fine. I'm definitely gonna uh, move up here next to Kelroth. Fuck and, yeah, uh, I was hoping you would. Hell yeah. Come uh, help Koromith out. Next yeah, Kelroth turn. looks right at you. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yes, that's the end of my turn. Cool. Kelroth is going to strike out at you with a rapier. That's a uh, 23 to hit. Yeah, I guess that hits. It's uh, 14 slashing damage as he goes... Oh, good to see the kids here, too. I say nothing, but I do wince. I'm not looking super hot. Okay, that is going to be the enemies against Nifidala and the Fae. Nifidala's still looking just fine. The same cannot be said for the Fae. Their numbers are looking very low. They're outnumbered by the enemy considerably. The Indoathir... All right, so we're going to start with Yellow, who is going to move in three feet. Or three feet, uh, 15 feet. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just taking a step to the left. <laughs> Just sort of coming back a little bit from that step. Too wide of a step that time. <laughs> Red is going to run up to Beak Beak and is going to make three attacks against him. Oof. The first one is a 25 to hit. Yeah, yeah. The other two are critical failures. <laughs> whoa, whoa, okay. Yeah, wow. that was- That's wild. Wild. I had to double check <laughs> the die. <laughs> Four damage. <laughs> oh my God, all right, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Out. Wow, all right. Ooh, big scary army. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Watch out for Keen. Oh, man, you just got a hangnail casted on you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you broke a fingernail. Yep. <laughs> Red cast paper cut. No. This thing is going to sprint over here. That is... (laughs) Guess paper cut. (laughs) All right. Green is going to attempt to escape from these vines. It doesn't. That's the end of its turn. Blue is going to attack the Efreeti. That's a 17 to hit. Damn it. That ties AC. Go to the attacker again. And a 21 to hit. So that'll be 15 slashing damage. All right. Yeah, how's the Afridi doing? Bro, the Afridi's doing good. Yeah. <laughs> Still. <laughs> it does have a shit ton of health. It yeah, does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably looking worse for wear from, like, total health. But, like, overall, yeah, I mean, it's not looking that bad. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, Orange is going to make three t- attacks against Geg. 
<laughs> oh no, speaking of looking bad. It's gonna hit twice. That's gonna be 13 damage, half to seven. All right, that is red purple, who is going to run up to Yeven uh, and make two attacks. Uh, <laughs> that's um, a 14 and a seven. Yeah, they both miss. Hmm. Nice, hell yeah. That is going to be red green, who is poisoned. They are going to take a lot of poison damage. 17 poison damage, in fact. Uh, and then they're going to make two attacks at Desri. That's a 23 and a nat 20. Oh, God. <laughs> she takes 22 damage. She doesn't seem bothered. And then that's Pink, who will make two attacks. That's a 22 and a 20. Yeah, they'll both hit. <clears throat> Oof. That's 27 damage. All right, I'm no longer a cat. Holy buckets. Yeah, that was pretty much as bad as it could have been. Yeah, seriously. Asshole. I'm going to remove that prone because you're not prone. Okay, Grana, that's your turn. I'm going to use a charge of my Ring of the Ram against Pink. Okay, what does I it need to do? I want to try to push him away from me. So I'm, I got to roll an attack roll. Gotcha. Land in the box. That is a 22 to hit. Yeah. That's 10 force damage. Cool. And Pink is pushed five feet away from me. Okay, sweet. Are you doing anything else with your turn? I guess I'll move. Uh, Gag yells, Grana, I can help you. Come here. There's a good spot here. This is the Afridi, so it's not an enemy. Mm. All right, yep. I'll move next to him. Okay, that's Kelroth. Kelroth looks at you, Yeven, and says, Well... Looks like you've been doing some growing since I last saw you. I think you're just about grown enough to be useful to me. What does he think is happening here? <laughs> I scowl and say nothing. <laughs> uh, he smirks and chuckles. And then he's going to do his action, of course. That would be a wild turn for him to make. He smirks and laughs at you and says, Gormeth, attack this guy for me, would you? Uh, can I roll anything to try to resist? That was that constitution throw you uh, did. It's only one attack, uh, but right. you you have already failed it. All right. Well, uh, roll a hit even. This is going to be ew, a 26. Yeah, that'll do it. All right. Well, one attack. One attack. All right. It's going to be a three. Um, hit a three. Uh, 2d10 plus six. So it's going to be six and six is 12. Plus three is 15. Yeah, you, you strike down at Yeven and immediately regain your sort of sense about you. But Kelroth looks at you, Yeven, and says, How does it feel to always be around such unreliable people? Ooh, I spit in his face. He's going to make a <laughs> dexterity check real quick. <laughs> you just got hit by your comrade, and then you're going to spit in this guy's I face. Sp I spit blood into his face. <laughs> uh, he dodges out of the way. I know it's not personal, Cormie. And then he's going to gain back some hit points. That is Nifidala and the Feywild. The enemies on Nifidala's side are looking as bad as the Fey on the Fey's side. Oh, well, uh, okay. Sort of <laughs> mixed blessing. Uh, but the Fey have a good round. They're fucking not giving up yet. 
Uh, they take out a fair number of Indoether as well. That's going to be Desri, who is going to keep swinging at red-green. She hits on two of them. That is nine slashing damage, and then 19 poison damage. This thing is looking in rough shape. Gormies. All right. Oh, okay. I'm going to yell out, Beak, beak, cover me! <laughs> and I am going to uh, try to spear Kelroth with my body. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm trying to grapple Kelroth. Okay. There you go. Grab. <laughs> All right. Make your strength check. All right. That's a plus six. So I don't trust that. Damn it. I should have. Uh, that is a 13. He got a 16. Damn it. Uh, he right. tosses you off. Beak Beak does still get a turn. So Beak Beak can attack. Also, I'm going to move you over here. I want... Be okay. So Beak Beak... Beak Beak seen Cormeath get thrown off. And Beak Beak's just thinking of its family and just like so full of rage. Beak Beak's going to charge Kelroth and also try to get Kelroth prone by strength. Okay. Um, and so let me, t let me pull up Griffin. Okay. So a strength contest. That's going to, that's an 11. Damn it. Yeah. He got an 18. Mother. Kelroth, uh, dips under, uh, this creature dexterously. I'm going to say Beak Beak ends up over here. Mm. Yeah. That's all I got. That's going to be Geg, um, who is going to reach over to Grana and give her... 30 hit points. 30? Woo! Thanks, buddy. Anytime, Grana. And then he's going to take another sip of whiskey. <laughs> That's another basically, four. It's basically our drunk uncle. Just like... Good old drunkle. Drunk, drunk grandpa. <laughs> drunkle. <laughs> yeah, grandpa doesn't have the same <laughs> feel to it, you know? Dr drunk pa. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Sound good. <laughs> uh, that's the Afridi. Yeah, so I'm measuring it out. I want the Afridi to, since the Afridi's been like elevated above battle and a, and able to kind of take in. Um, a, a, do you want me to uh, roll like a, any any check to see if the Afridi like takes in the battle or like it's being thirty feet up like a little bit enough to like kind of take in a, most of what's going on? Yeah, I mean that's a pretty good view of a battle, especially cool, when nobody cool. else is flying. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> so yeah, I want the Afridi, because the Afridi's loyal to Koromith, right? And um, I want the Afridi to move over next to Kelroth uh, and, and then land there and... Oh, um, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, I want the Afridi to stay up in the air. Okay. Yep, and start lobbing some fucking fire down. Okay. Hurl flame. And by the way, I've been doing... Uh, I've been doing beep beats attacks wrong. I've been doing two of the same. It's, oh, one yeah, it's one of each. So, yep. Next, next round, I'll I'll make sure to do that. Um, cool. Okay. So, but the Afridi is the Afridi makes two scimitar attacks or uses hurl flame twice. Yeah. So, it's gonna use hurl flame twice. Um, it's a plus seven to hit. So uh, that's a seventeen to hit. Nope. I think it just misses. It misses. Um, and the second one is an eleven to hit. So yeah. Now I've been doing well. I've been pretty much. Uh, ruled out of this battle so grana even oh, i hope you get in there desri can, i hope you do something you can do it she's been doing do something don't just, be rude hey, 
Hang in there. Hang in oh, there. No, no. I, I, sorry. I, I, what I meant by something was I hope you can like like take out three of these things because <laughs> well, sure. uh, Meath and Beak Beak and the Efreeti are essentially just not here. <laughs> so, That's, uh, I mean, in fairness, you're also focusing on the person with the most HP or not HP, yeah. uh, AC. The Efreeti's been doing yeah, a lot. You got to take down the commander first. Um, okay, uh, that is Yeevan. All right. Yeah, so I'll just make uh, two Curse Biter attacks. Or... Mm. I like the sound of that. Mm. Yeah, well, it's it's a, a hmm out of necessity. I'm debating whether or not I should heal myself. Um, I would say you probably should. And I have no idea where you're at, but I'm just going to... If you're able to heal yourself as a bonus action... I am not, unfortunately. Wish that I could, but alas. Yeah, I mean, you're surrounded by two different enemies, so... Probably a good idea, then. I'm going to go ahead and uh, cast a fourth-level Cure Wounds on myself. Okay. Wish I had gotten a little more out of that, but I'll take 16 points of healing. I'm going to give Koromit some more Bardic Inspiration. I'll take it. Come on, bud. Help me kill this fucker. Together we'll do it. What an inspiring slogan. Nifidala is looking bloodied. And Uh-oh. the Fae are all but defeated. God. That's going to be the end of the I don't like how this is going for the Fae. Um, all right. Uh, yellow takes their turn. Red is going to attack Beak Beak. Three attacks. God damn it. Oh, god damn it. All right. It's a 27 to hit. Of course. An 11 to hit. Uh, no. And a 23 to hit. Yep. 15 slashing damage. All right. That's going to be green. Who's going to try and get out of these vines? Um, And this time they succeed. Ah, damn it. Um, But that is the end of their turn. Uh, So that's blue, who I guess is going to move in to Grana. (laughs) Um, And is going to make two longsword attacks. That's a critical failure and a critical hit. Oh, we hardly knew ye, Grana. <laughs> Grana, this thing does 16 damage, but then Gag swoops in with his sword and he reduces that by 11. So only five damage? Yep. I was going to say, he just healed me. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. I just healed her. <laughs> Give her some space. God. Um. That said, that's going to be Orange, who will make three attacks against Gag. It's a nat 20 and two misses. Ten halved to five. And that is Red Purple, who will attack Yeven. at 16 and a 19. One of those hits. All right. Uh, that's 10 slashing damage. And then that will be Red Green, who will make two attacks against Desri and will hit do nine damage. Desri, again, seems pretty unfazed. That's going to be purple, who will come back over here. (laughs) And then pink, who's going to roll a die, uh, who's going to go after Desri and Mias. Grana. Quick question. Are there any rocks in (laughs) this area-ish? I mean, can you give me a bit more detail? Because that's really fucking vague. Are there uh, any j- rocks? Just a rock. Are you there know? any rocks? <laughs> um, what I what I would like to do is cast Wrath of Nature 
and one of the things is for rocks as a bonus action as a bonus action on your turn you can cause loose rock in the cube to launch at a creature you can see in the cube sure yeah there's rocks sure why not okay then I will cast wrath of nature immediately dude that sounds awesome it's a 60 foot cube oh that's a big cube yes 60 foot radius um I think it's like a side length cool and I want to I would like to center it like right there Cool, right where it can hit so, literally anyone you want. Literally all my enemies, yep. Excellent. And it, it only affects enemies. So, first of all, as a bonus action on your turn, you can cause a loose rock in the cube to launch at a creature you can see in the cube. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. All right, choose anyone. <laughs> um, I will choose green. Okay. So, Make a ranged spell attack. see. 20 to hit. Yep. That's 10 bludgeoning damage. All right. And it must succeed on a strength saving throw or fall prone. Uh, 15. That will just save. All right. It just manages to stay up. It's like, not again. Okay. And just so you know, um, I think everything else that's affected here, grass is an undergrowth. Any area of the ground in the cube that is covered by grass or undergrowth is difficult terrain for your enemies. Okay, so everywhere. And then roots and vines at the end of each of your turns, which I'm not quite sure what that means. One creature of your choice that is on the ground in the cube must succeed on a strength saving throw or become restrained until the spell okay. ends. Choose somebody to try and restrain. Blue. Okay, that's an eight. Yeah, I think that will fail. Yeah. yeah. Do they take any damage from that? Or just uh, no, restrained? Okay. A restrained creature can use an action to make a strength athletics check against your spell save DC, ending the effect on itself on a su- success. Okay, cool. End of your turn? That's the end of my turn. You can move because they're restrained, so if you want to move somewhere else, you can. Um, I think I'm good where I am. Okay. I should have asked this a long time ago. Is Gobi here? You, you haven't asked, and it's not your turn. Um, so you can't investigate or ask. But I just went. Damn it. (laughs) No. There's like eight people ahead of me. Well, one of the others can ask, I guess. Kalroth is going to use his breath weapon on Yeevan. It's a 14. Ah. Uh, So I guess Yeevan just fucking waves it away. Like it's just Just, some stanky breath. Now get cemented it. Oh, Cormie, that smells over here. Don't come over here, bud. <laughs> uh, Kalroth laughs and attacks you 25 to hit with his rapier. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that hits, I guess. That, that smells like charm. I don't know. No, what smells charm? like Why? Why? death. <laughs> no, we're about um, to make Kalroth smell like death. That'll be uh, nine damage. Um, he's going to disengage and I guess only be able to move 15 feet. Nifidala has all but decimated the enemy um, on her side. Oh, sick. Okay. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, Yeevan wants to retcon a hellish rebuke, but can't. Alas. Uh, meanwhile, the battle rages over on the right. The Indoathir are winning. <sighs> Damn it. Three battles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's going to be Desri, who is going to, like, roll her eyes at this boar that's trying to attack her um, and is like, 
Ugh, you all are so annoying. I really hate being around you. Uh, and it's gonna make three attacks. Um, first one is a 26 to hit. Next, 25. And the next, another 26. So she hits all now, all of them. I'm so done with you. And she just eviscerates red green. Nice. Two down. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Two down. <laughs> Wee. Cormeth. Yeah. Oh, man. This one's difficult. Okay. Okay. So, first of all, Cormeth is really pissed, first of all, that he got called weak. Second of all, that this little scumbag squirted out of his grip. So yeah. going to fucking close that ground and fucking tackle this dude again. Going to grapple his ass. Come on. Okay. Come on. His ass specifically. Strength! Well, that's a 13. You got a 26. Yeah, well. What the... Dude, yeah. God, I, I would have, man, his strength must be really, really massive because I would have had to have rolled a nat 20 to actually match his strength. Yeah, he, he's he been working out, wow. apparently. Oh, okay, well, I'm just, oh, wow, okay. It, he do. Well, curious what his strength is because mine's at 22 and this dude's like got me on a nat 20, so. He looks at you, Cormeth, and says, Maybe you should try joining the stronger side. Okay. What's Beak Beak doing? Uh, Beak Beak is going to, uh, let's see, let me take a look at the battlefield. Beak Beak is going to bite or uh, beak attack at red. Okay. Uh, let, me, let me get that. Okay, here we go. Uh, yeah, so beak attack, that's going to be an eight to hit. Let's see, um, uh, a 23 to hit. Oh, that's a little bit different. Yeah. Yep, and that's uh, 1d... Uh, yeah, uh, it's a, it's 1d8 plus 4. I'm going to roll that on... Uh, uh, roll 20. 1d8 plus 4? 12. That's better than would have gotten. Oh, 8 plus 4. Yeah, max damage. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so that's 12. Uh, here, hang on. Let me... What kind of damage is that? That is 12 piercing damage against red. Um, and then Beak Beak is going to do a claw attack against Red Purple. Okay. And that is going to be, uh, let's see, it's a plus six to hit. So, uh, 17 to hit. Just hits. Yes. All right. Um, that is going to be, yeah, let's roll 20. It was good for me. Uh, let's see, 2d6 plus four. I'll take it. Yeah, hell yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> That's a uh, 14. Let me double check what kind of damage. 14 slashing damage. Thought so, but. Cool. Hell yeah. Great. Uh, that'll be a gag. Who is going to put down a little old fashioned moonbeam? Nice. All right, so let's do five foot radius. Uh, so that'll have its effect on these creatures' turn. That's going to be the Afridi. The Afridi is going to move up and try to attack. And so it's going to use uh, Hurl Flame at uh, Kelroth. Mm -hmm. And that is going to be, uh, let's see. Yeah, I can use it twice. So it's going to be a uh, 16 to hit that misses. No. And a 17 to hit. And I think that also misses. It sure does. Damn it. 
Yeah, yeah, the Euphrates been really ineffectual. Really yeah, almost as if you keep hitting, having it uh, hit somebody who it uh, is having difficulty hitting instead of, you know, anybody else who's attacking y'all. You know. Okay. You know. That is even. All right. You've got red purple next to you. Yep. And the soft, fluffy friend of Beak Beak nearby. Oh, Beak Beak. Sadness washes over him. Why did his family have to die? Because you rolled too poorly on your animal handling check three weeks ago. (laughs) No! (laughs) That's really sad. I hate knowing that. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I hate being the person who made the decision that that's how it should work. I think the best thing for me to do is actually to Misty Step. Okay. Uh, Let's see, I can Misty Step up to 30 feet. Far away is 30 feet. Oh, 30 feet's a long ways away. It sure is. Yep. We're going to Misty Step all the way out here. Okay. I don't quite want to leave the circle. I want someone to be in here if they need to get at me. And then I'm going to make two... Oh, let's see. Who's looking worst around here? What a great and difficult question to answer. Let's see. Has anybody hit red-purple? Somebody's hit once. Okay. Pink has been hit a couple of times, right? Yeah, most of these most of these folks are pretty much at full. Uh, green is the most injured, but Gag is in the way. Okay. I'll attack Pink then. Okay. With two of those cursed spider attacks. Oh, that's not going to hit. That's Oops. a 12 or a 15. So I guess neither of those yeah. probably hit. Cool. You good? Yep. You good? All right. That's going to be the wings are going to attack Nifidala. Um, she's bloodied, but she's still doing just fine. She is a goddess after all. They tend to be okay, usually in most circumstances. The Fae are fading really fast, but they fucking stick to it. They are fading. <laughs> all right, into a Thier. Uh, red Orange rejoins the battle. God damn it. They are going to transform into their regular form. I'm going to name this one into a Thier so I don't get it confused with the spell. <laughs> That's their turn. Purple is going to cast a spell. Yellow is going to move over here and is going to cast Fireball at Cormeth. Uh, so, Cormeth, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. All right. And I uh, can I see this happening? For sure. All right, then I get oh. an advantage. This is an area, so they're actually no. going to cast it here. So make Beak Beak. Nat make 20. It a- oh, shit. Nat 20 for Cormeth, and Beak Beak also makes a deck saving throw. Um, um, Actually, make the Ifridi make one. Ifridi, okay. Uh, okay, dex. I'll hit just zero. <laughs> Wait. Oh, yeah, it's just zero. Um, The Ifridi gets a nine. Cool. Cormeth, you take 15 fire damage. The Ifridi takes 30. Damn, on a nat 20, I took 15 fire oh, damage? Oh, sorry. No, you take zero. Oh, sorry, okay. I forgot you got a nat 20. Yeah, okay. Uh, the Ifridi takes 20, you said? Uh, 30. 30. Cool. Okay. okay uh, that. that was fire damage, right? Fire. Oh, it's... Thank you. Oh, that's right. It's immune to fire, isn't it? Yeah. All right. What a fucking waste of a spell. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thanks. Thanks. You're a lifesaver. <laughs> I got brings it. an enemy in, Genuinely. brings the Thank damage you. down. Thank you. 
I gotta be fair. That was two zeros. Like, wow, that was really, really lucky. <laughs> it sure the fuck was. Where did my... Oh, okay. <laughs> That's gonna be red. Who's gonna swing at Beak Beak. That's two misses and a hit. Okay. Again with the fucking critical failures at Beak Beak. Man. But that is 11 slashing damage. Okay. How's Beak Beak doing? Uh, looking pretty rough. Yeah. That is the start of Green's turn, um, who is in a moonbeam. Just gonna make a constitution saving throw and succeed, but it's still going to take half damage. So it takes 10. That is going to be orange. Oh wait, sorry, green didn't actually take its turn. Green is going to step over here out of moonbeam and is going to disengage and head up here. That will be Orange, uh, who will fail the moonbeam and will take damage. And is going to foolishly just attack Gag. It's going to hit once and do five damage halved. Okay. Red Purple is going to attack Beak Beak. It's an 11 and a 9. Oh, both miss. Yeah. Just Um, barely. Blue is going to fail to get out of its restraint. (laughs) And pink is going to hit on one of its... Oh, it's going to hit on one of its attacks against Desri. Um, It is 12 damage, but she only takes half of that. Let's go, Desri. Okay. Grana. So through Wrath of Nature, I'm going to hurl a rock as a bonus action. Who do you want to throw it at? I want to hit yellow. Okay. So... That will be, ooh, a 26 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. (laughs) That's eight bludgeoning damage. Okay, it's going to make a constitution saving throw. And it Uh, fails. You see uh, there's sort of like a a zap around Kelroth. And then it must succeed on strength saving throw or fall prone also. Oh, okay. That's a nine. Yeah, that will, he'll fall prone. Okay, so that was my bonus action. Um, As my actual action, I'm going to stab at blue. Okay. Uh, You have uh, advantage because it's restrained. Okay, I'll use my my Dragon Slayer short sword to attack. That's a 13 to hit? Nope. Okay. Okay, that was my full turn. But at the end of my turn, Roots and Vines... One creature of your choice is on the ground, must succeed on strength saving throw, or become restrained by roots and vines until the spell ends. So I'm gonna pick uh, orange to be restrained next. Okay. So they need to make a strength saving throw. 16. Ah, that'll save. Okay. Damn it. Oh, just. Just barely. Right. Just Damn barely it. beat it. When we return, it'll be Kelroth's turn. Oh, man. Bring it, asshole. (laughs) I'm ready. This is a tough fight. This really is. 